If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Cody, how the hell are you? I am excellent. I got a Red Bull in hand, hanging out with Chappie. A Red Bull in hand. We're going to talk some motorcycle shit today. Motorcycle shit. Yes. Motorcycle. Oh, God. Uh, We're rated for M. Yes, we are rated M. And Cody's got some buttons. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, try and ignore those buttons today, but... I'm going to apologize now for any craziness that might happen. We Me have too. no guests in the studio, so Cody's chains have been unshackled. I've been unshackled, and I do have... Remember, people, I've got the lawyer from the homeless shelter. On speed dial. Yes. He never <laughs> answers, but I've got his number. <laughs> so... Uh, before we kick anything off, I just want to give a big shout out to everybody that has joined our Discord. Uh, there has been tons of chatter, and we're a couple weeks out from when that happened. But um, uh, just want to welcome everybody aboard. Uh, you got Happy Guy three hundred four, Jay Rushman, V Track, Frank J, who is the one old man riding on YouTube. He is a local guy for me. Uh, oh wow. Probably about an hour away, so we've been talking in there. We might get together. He rides a 390 Adventure, and he's got a CRF 250L. We might uh, get together and do some riding. Very Sounds cool. Sounds like a bunch of fun. And then we've got Old School O2. Welcome aboard. Thank you for joining Discord. Uh, the community is growing. It is, like, hopping right now. So they've got a bunch of people joking around having fun talking motorcycles and oh, one of the big topics has been uh midwestern uh bdrs which there aren't any so we figured we would change things up a little bit with our yeah. topics and instead of talking off-road we're, we're discuss how today. to how to plan an on-road adventure hell yeah a couple of different ways you can do that um 
all depends if you're trying to get to a destination, like within a limited time, or if you're just, you know, going somewhere close and you want to take your time. So I'm all for that option. Taking your time. Yeah. Yeah. Smelling the roses, all that, you know, happy horse shit that they say, but it's true. Yeah. Cody's got the cattle prod and he's been poking me with it and trying to get me to talk about how I planned the four-day adventure that the wife and I took to Niagara Falls, which if you're in a car can probably done be done in four or five hours on the highway. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it took us two days to get there. Uh, we spent the evening-ish. I think we got there around 4 p.m. on the second day. And we saw the falls, ate dinner, went back to the falls, and then spent a little time there in the morning, the next morning, to see it again. And then off we went home and two days there, two days back. The big elephant in the room, I guess, is how in the fuck did it take two days there and two days back when it takes five hours in a car shop? Did you get lost? Well, no. Um, Well, here in the east, uh, a lot of your back roads are between 35 and 45 miles an hour. So you're going at half the speed that you do on the highway. Highways here are 65, 70. Do you remember that song? I Can't Drive 55? Yeah. I remember when it was 55. Now now it's like 75 out here. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, down south it is too. Uh, the flatter and straighter the roads usually. Wow. But yeah, I mean, if you take Route 90 which I found out this weekend talking to a lot of the guys in Discord. Um, 90 goes from Boston all the way out to somewhere in Oregon or Washington. Some Boston? It goes coast to coast. And it goes right through uh, Buffalo, which is half hour south of Niagara Falls. I know Bill. Bill? Buffalo yeah, Bill? Buffalo Bill. Wild Bill's Cody's uncle's cousin. Removed. Cody's uncle's cousin, <laughs> sister's brother. Yeah, yeah, we live. My like that sister's out west. brother. This is Sue. My sister's brother is my father. Yes. <laughs> keep it, keep it small. <laughs> yes. Apologies to anybody that has families like that. Hey. So <laughs> they're fun to they're fun to have campfires with. I'm not I'm not judging. Um. Back in 2019, I bought a BMW 750 GS because the wife and I had decided we wanted to do some traveling on a motorcycle. I didn't want to do the whole huge ass uh, gold wing. Yeah, no. So, like the sport touring, you know, the. I had always wanted a BMW. So, the 750, it was the right choice for me at that time the bill um yeah it was the upright riding style that i wanted it replaced a a ninja 600 that the wife you know my wife is tiny uh jocelyn snow tiny she's five four uh 100 pounds 105 so there's not much to her she's got a tiny little ass and Oh boy still it was still bigger than the seat that they have in the back of those freaking motorcycles (laughs) because uh we're talking like child-sized dinner plate yeah they're yeah they're They're not really made for a passenger they're made for 
for the car following behind to enjoy the view really is what it's for. I mean, if we're honest, yes. come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, doing any kind of uh, long distance, you know, and by long distance, I mean anything more than 20 or 30 minutes <laughs> is not comfortable on a crotch rocket, especially for the passenger. Yeah. So every time I hit the brake, you know, she's like got nothing to hold on to, to keep her from sliding forward. So it was, it was definitely not uh, fun, but she was showing more and more interest because, you know, I was out on the bike more and more, you know, the kids were grown and gone. Uh, I got a bike and I was enjoying it more and more. I didn't have to come home. You know, there wasn't like, Oh, I got to get home because the kids or, you know, yeah. so it was. And I think a lot of us get into that situation too. Um, you know, we're out riding, leave the, the partner behind and yes, I'm not going to lie. It can be enjoyable sometimes, but there comes a point too, <laughs> after so long that it, it's like, um, want to share the relationship. Yeah. Or they start saying, why aren't you home more? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, you know, say, I'm going to go for a ride and ask her if she wants to go and she would go. Um, and it was happening more and more. Uh, my buddy got a BMW for his wife, an old, uh, 04. And we had a hard time getting that thing to stay running. It would stall. So we ended up taking it up to the local BMW dealer to have him work on it. And I was trying to get it running and keep it running. And the thought was maybe it just needed to be ridden. And my buddy's wife was not comfortable riding it if it was going to stall on her. Because you had to like hold the ignition down and then like give it gas, even though it was fuel injected. Like to get it started and you had to mm. keep it revving it. It was, you know, it was almost like a fuel mixture type of thing. So we couldn't figure it out. So we just decided, screw it. We're going to take it to the dealer. So while he's talking to them guys, I made the mistake of talking to a sales guy. <laughs> and I had taken the wife for a ride on that bike. It was basically a GS, uh, like an 04 GS, but it had been made for the city. So it was called the CS. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, um, it was the same bike. It's just, this one had a belt instead of a chain and, you know, but it, it was a, a different riding position. She really liked it when we had that bike for the weekend and we went for a ride. So when we went to the BMW dealer and I told the wife, I said, Oh my God, they had a bike there. I fell in love with it. And she just looked at me and says, do it. I mean, no, no, no friction or anything at all. Yeah. She just said, do it. I was able to buy the BMW, keep my payment actually cheaper. It was cheaper. And, um, yeah, it went from me going out for a ride to Saturday morning, getting up and having the wife go, you want to go for a ride today? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It changed, changed I mean, everything. That's a good problem to have, right? I mean, yeah. So we got the bike with the bags and we decided we're going to go on a trip. So I planned out this route, uh, up into Lake George, they had in June, they have this uh, event for touring. It's called Americade. If you're in the Northeast, I would highly recommend it. It's fun. They have tons of manufacturers from Harley to Yamaha, Ducati, uh, Honda, Kawasaki, you name it. BMW's there. They're all there. And they have demo rides. You pay your, your fee, you go inside the 
area that's cordoned off and you can sign up for a demo ride. You can ride just about any bike they got there. Sounds you can like spend all me. week riding different bikes. Oh it's, boy. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do that. Um, the idea was to stop in that first day and check it out and see what it was all about. Cause we had never been. And, you know, there were tons of vendors and stuff there. And we ended up leaving a little bit earlier than we anticipated because the rain clouds came in. Oh, Mother Nature. Oh, yeah. And we're talking early June here in the Northeast. It's usually in the 70s, 80s. Um, not very humid yet, but there's a good chance of rain any day. Tut, tut. Uh, looks like rain. Yeah. So... We put on our rain suits, thought we were good. <laughs> Before we left, story, we put on our, our pants. Yeah, we pulled on our pants and, and jackets, and um, we decided we're going to go to where we were going to stay for the hotel. So we're riding along the river up in the Adirondacks. Beautiful scenery, but now all of a sudden it's starting to rain. And instead of 70 degrees... It's like 50, 48. So you're wet and you're doing 40 miles an hour. And needless to say, the the rain suits were not great. Uh-oh, um, oh, 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 plug your ish for a second there, Chappie. When the rain started coming and his rain gear wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like when you're oh, pooped. Yeah. Feels like yeah. a, a swamp. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I didn't notice that the boots were wet until um, I needed to stretch. So I stood up, and when I stood up, I felt the water squish in my boots. Squish. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, needless to say, when I was sitting down, the pants on the rain suit creep up a little bit, and the winds blow in, and the tires throw in water, and because it was raining pretty good. Sounds like um, Forrest Gump rain. Yeah. Stangang rain and sideways rain. and Yes. And we didn't get too far. So um, we ended up getting to the hotel and we stayed there an extra night and ended up turning around not making it to Niagara Falls. And then the wife decided, hey, I'm going to take my birthday week off. Let's do a trip. So we planned a different trip. We were going to go down through New Jersey and down the coast, head south because it would be warmer. Yeah. Well, guess what? Hurricane shit rolled up the coast, and it was supposed to soak the south that week. So luckily for me, I had already planned a four-day trip out to Niagara Falls, and it there was nothing coming across the, the states. It was just that one coming up the coast. So we ended up taking that trip, and it turned out to be awesome. So... Basically, you need to decide when you're going on a trip what you want to do. If you're if you're going to say drive to an event like um, Sturgis, you're probably not going to want to take three days to get there. You're going to take the highway because it's quicker, and you're going to spend those that time there instead. The event, yeah. But if you want to make an adventure and go on a, an adventurous trip and see things that you normally wouldn't see, motorcycle is great because driving through the Adirondacks on the motorcycle in upstate New York 
we saw things that you normally wouldn't see because a when you're on a motorcycle there's no pillars and there's no nothing blocking your view you've got that wind windshield on your helmet but that's it your yeah. your peripheral vision your your view it's like it's hard to describe to somebody that hasn't ridden a motorcycle before but i know everybody that's listening that rides a motorcycle is shaking their head and, you know they're nodding up and down saying oh yeah i know exactly what you're talking about crest yeah. the top of a hill and there's nothing there blocking your view you can see the whole world I think out there in front of it's you. kind of like being superman kind of yeah that's as close as you can come to superman without actually flying yeah, I mean, no. jetpacks still aren't available. Even though my grandma's encyclopedia when I was five years old told me that the next year we would be flying to school with jetpacks. That's the last time I ever picked up an encyclopedia because I decided it was a lion mother. <sighs> yep, no jetpacks. So now we got bikes. Yes. So so how did you plan it? Like, uh, Well, we've, we found, we knew that we had wanted to go up through Lake George because we wanted to stop at Americade. For the original trip and then because we were going straight up north uh, the route from lake george to niagara falls took us along the bottom of the lake there's a I, I can't remember is it superior there's a lake that runs one of the great lakes runs uh along the the new york and canada border is it really great yeah i'm trying to think no it is lake ontario we went through the boonies and we pretty much drove along the coast of Lake Superior on the bot or Lake Ontario. So the only thing between us and Canada was like the lake. Nice. But the the views of being up in the mountains and cresting hills and seeing so much of the world that you know, you're you're not gonna see in a car because in a car you're just gonna get on the highway and go. It sounds to me, sounds like you uh, unplugged from the matrix. Kind of. I love it. So what I did was I plugged in that we wanted to go to Lake George on Google Maps, and then I kind of mapped out my ride. Um, I used the Google Maps, and I have a Tom Tom five fifty rider Tom where Tom. I can, yes, I can set a course. And then I can make stops. So like uh, the first day we planned out to do like 250 miles, which at 30, 30 or 40 miles an hour is, that's a long day. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a long day. Yeah, we, we would get on the bike at like 9 o'clock in the morning after eating breakfast. And we would stop at like 7. So so when you when you get on Google Maps or whatever, you... um. Is there like an option to avoid uh, freeways or whatever they call them? High, high there highways. is. There is, but you can also zoom in and you can see the roads because they're usually outlined in yellow on the on the map. And then uh, the reason I use Google Maps as well as TomTom Tom is Google Maps has hotels and campgrounds. And fuel and food. Fuel, food. Uh, Grocery, whatever you need, pretty much. Yeah, you can. like uh, like st things to see as well, like Vista points and stuff like that. So you can like, once you f decide on a road, you can actually go down to like Street View and ride along that road 
to to see like where this thing is like is it something that i'm going to be able to get to easy or um or you can just follow it along in a zoomed in mode and it shows you things you know pop up on on your on your screen like there's a gas station here or there's a dunkin donuts or oh yeah i know you have to hit those (laughs) well like when you get into this those doesn't she when you get into this town of boonville like uh it it shows you like uh there's north country manor bed and breakfast there's a town called boonville yes wow i thought you were kind of just saying you're out in the boonies you were about boonville yeah, but you know, we we picked a, a route and um we we just went by like uh, uh Oneida Lake and you know, I I planned out, you know, which roads we were going to go on and plugged it into the GPS and then, you know, if we do detoured off because we needed fuel or something like that, the GPS would always get us back to that route. Always except for once. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yes. <laughs> Always except for one time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on the way back when when the wife uh wanted me to stop for gas. You went on an adventure after that, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it kept telling me to turn right, but it didn't it wanted it wanted to get me back to where we were, where we wanted to go. But I was like, why do you want me to turn right? You know, it's it, without pulling over, you can't really pull up, you know, blow up your map and see like where you are. So it, it's tough in that situation. Um, but yeah, but it I mean, out good for you. I mean, yeah, uh, but we pick things along the route, you know, like when you follow the route, you can see is there something close by that we want to stop and see, and you can readjust your route. Um, that's where the uh, Tom Tom adding stops is nice. Plus, when you add the stops in, you can figure out your mileage and your speed limit and figure out, okay, it's going to take me this long. So you, you don't plan to do too many miles in a day and say, oh, shit, I missed my hotels. Oh, yeah. You know, we were able to research the hotels and figure out how many were in that area and which one had the best deal. Um, you know, we didn't purchase any of them ahead of time we you know walked in got our hotel probably a good call we probably paid more that way but i had researched the hotels and knew that they you know reviews on them and stuff like that i wasn't doing it the day of you know i had them all researched ahead of time you know i I basically what does that mean you didn't do it the day of who are you talking to no i just mean like (laughs) i didn't I didn't waste time that I could have spent with a wife enjoying uh, the stop, like looking at the scenery and enjoying mm-hmm. the, the nature and stuff by pulling out my phone and saying, okay, what hotel is going to be close to here or waiting till it was time to stop, you know? See, I got a new way to plan. Yeah. Yeah. When I have the wife on the back, I just have her Google it while we're driving. <laughs> yeah, well, see, my <laughs> wife can't do that. <laughs> She's not I'm good not with that saying sort of you thing. Should do that. I'm just Well, no, I'm saying my wife's not good with that sort of thing. She is technologically no advanced. Yeah, technologically challenged. Uh she knows how to do what she knows how to do with her phone and she could care less about learning anything new. Well, there you go. 
I mean, I, I just uh, saw this. Uh, it was an ad for a comedian came on, and uh, his thing was, do you remember when there was a time you were excited to answer the phone? Because you didn't know who it was. It could be it could be grandma. It could be your new girlfriend. It could be. We didn't have caller ID. We didn't have these cell phones. We also didn't have phone scammers back then the way we do now. No. The only thing that was going on on the phone back in those days, we had this neighbor we didn't like, and we would order Domino's pizza to his house like every Thursday and sit and and watch out the window as the delivery guy was like trying to say, hey, you ordered this. And they're like, no, no, we didn't. (laughs) Can't do that anymore, man. No. So you got caller ID. Yeah. That yes. sounds that sounds good. So um, you kind of get to see a lot more stuff that you wouldn't if you just took the highway and pew. Yeah, I mean, we went through an area that um, they had all these bird nests, like uh, hawks and oh. eagle nests and stuff like that. Wow. I mean, right on the side of the road, and you can see these huge nests. I mean, I kept waiting for that, uh, what was that freaking the vulture guy from Bugs Bunny to swoop down and say, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, it amazes me how big those birds get. Hmm. I always, oh, I've loved hawks and eagles and stuff, but one day we were driving from a, a place called Roosevelt, Utah, which is pretty remote-ish. It's a small town, but this hawk flew over our truck probably 10 or 20 feet above us. But its wingspan was as big and wide as the truck. Like, it felt like it could pick up the truck. I was, I just blew my mind. But very cool. I love seeing stuff like that. I just, yeah. I mean, uh, we went through uh, a town called Alabama. (laughs) Alabama? What? I'm telling you, it's some weird ass shit in New York. I've heard about Alabama, but I didn't know it was in New York. There is an Alabama and New York. But, uh, yeah, soon after you go through there, there's the Tonawanda Wildlife Management Area, and it's right next to Iroquois National Wildlife Refuge. So going through there is where we saw the, the nests and stuff, and then there was an area where you could stop and, you know, the, the birds and the wildlife. And oh, it was pretty man. cool. Now I want to go. Damn. So we'll see um, what you have. We'll see what you have for time this summer. What's your uh, one busy, busy guy? Yeah, it's crazy. My dad says that. Uh, oh, I'll come back to this. I'll have to re- reread the text. You know, there's a, a middle sex New York as well. Sex in the middle. I've heard of the show Sex no. in the City, but Sex in the Middle Middle, middle Sex. Hmm. There's Italy. Is that just Dundee. like average sex? What is that? I Middle don't know. Sex. Middle don't sex. Don't know. I told you there's some really, really messed up stuff. You told I me mean, so there's, there's a cock sack or something like that. Cock sacky. <laughs> there's fish kill. There's <laughs> oh, some yeah, weird that, shit. My dad texted me about my last trip. He said, your life is filled with adventure, planned or not. <laughs> <laughs> Planned or not. Planned not. or not, exclamation point, actually. <laughs> yeah, Cody is not. <laughs> well, Pete made yeah. me feel better about that. How was that? Well, just him talking about the, um, you know, when crap goes wrong, when you get flat tires, when you break your, you know, that's, 
What did he say? He said you should be a little bit frightened when you go, basically. Yeah, you should be afraid before you leave. It should make you a little nervous or, or something to that effect. And just know, basically he worded it like, um, you know something's going to happen. You just don't know what. Because, you know, it could be a flat tire. It could be a missed hotel stop. You never know. But uh, that ended up usually being the most memorable part. Yeah. He said he had a couple that went basically perfect. And he was like, they weren't that memorable. <laughs> yeah, because you remember the when things go wrong. That Struggle. sort of stuff. Yeah, I've um, I've just never had a, a trip go perfect, so I don't know what that's like. Maybe you guys all love that. I've never experienced it unless my parents, you know, when I was like six and had no input, I might have had a perfect trip because dad planned it. But. Yeah, I mean, the, the Niagara trip, I want to say that went perfect because, well, yes and no, because we weren't supposed to go to Niagara Falls. We were supposed to go down the coast into Dover and then come up through Intercourse, Pennsylvania, through Blue Balls. Intercourse, Blue Balls, Coxsackie, and Middlesex. I'm telling you, there's some weird-ass freaking town names here. In- <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yep. And, you know, Intercourse is where the – that's where <laughs> that's all That's where the- babies are made, okay? It's not mom's belly. That's where all the the guys in the horse and buggy are. Oh, I, I've seen those people when I was in. Don't you know? Don't hell. you know? Don't you know hell? Well, they they hang out in intercourse too. Speaking of don't you know intercourse, I think that the uh, mechanic in Minnesota was having intercourse with my freaking truck. This has been almost a year and a half. Still can't ride it. But today I went and researched his wiring if you can call it wiring that he did for my like sensors. I redid it. I turned it on and the check engine light went off for the first time in a year and a half. So knock on wood, it will be so weird to me to get into a truck. I've been on a motorcycle or just not going anywhere pretty much for a year and a half. That's Which crazy. is great until Mother Snow comes along. Mother Snow. Oh. Well, you got the, you got the snow test, the... Yeah, old atomic dry bag. I sure did. It's not just a dry bag; it's a snow bag. As it's well. a snow bag, yeah, <laughs> An- or anti-snow bag. It's anti-snow. Kept everything perfectly dry. It was awesome for that. And uh, you know, when it gets really those gray days when you're riding, you know, cloudy and uh, visibility isn't great. Um, so they are awesome the just to kind of yeah make you seen. You know, right? You don't want to be rear-ended on a motorcycle. No. So, and that orange is pretty, pretty like, hello, here I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one of them guys. I don't like getting rear ended. Nope. Me neither. Teach their own. Stay in your own lane, buddy. Stay in your own lane. That's all. <laughs> Stop short. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. So, I guess the uh, tips when you're planning a, a, a route on the road is uh, figure out where you want to go and then look around uh that the way to get there for roadside attractions yeah twisty roads and things to see places to stop and enjoy the the local life and stuff like that like pete was saying and like the bdrs do you know they they go through these little towns that are small you know that people haven't heard of and those are my favorite they're like um 
I don't know. It's like uh, opening a, a new book or watching a new movie or, you know, it's, it's just an unexpected, cool experience. Yeah, you don't know what to expect. And most um, of the time, the people are, you know, very friendly. And if not, they're very interesting. So one way yeah. or the other, you're going to have a, <laughs> a memorable time. But Yeah, and always make sure that um, you're going to go out that way and go off the beaten path like that. If you're going to use Google Maps on your phone or... I mean, the GPS automatically does it, but like if you're going to use Google Maps on your phone as your GPS, make download. sure you download the maps yeah, to your that's phone. A good tip. They have that option because uh, there were quite a few times when we were out there that the music cut off on us because oh, that sucked. The, the cell service wasn't there. Out. Yeah, no more Volbeat. Yeah, so what I ended up having to do was download the Amazon Music uh, like a playlist. And, you know, we would listen to that playlist. Yeah, but download the offline map. That's a great point. Yes. It'll save you a lot of headache later. Especially because you're, you're out exploring. And, I mean, even though you've got yourself a, a sort of a plan on how and where you're going to go, some people might not want to, like, detail every turn by turn and stuff like that. Yeah. We were trying to get there and planning it out. Uh, it was close. I mean, we left fairly early on let's say Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday. Yeah, like Monday or Tuesday morning. I can't remember. We left fairly early that morning. Um and we rode most of the day. I mean we stopped and saw things, but we rode most of the day and then we were stopping at like seven o'clock, getting dinner, and then I was crashing out at eight thirty, nine o'clock, and then up at six, get coffee, load the bike, get breakfast. And on the road, you know, we were done with breakfast and on the road traveling before nine o'clock the next day. You know, it was my wife's birthday trip, so I didn't push her to get up and get on the road too early because you know, she likes yeah. to sleep in. <laughs> That's a good Whereas, birthday present. I like that yeah. one. It was her ask, too. I mean, she wanted to do a motorcycle trip for her birthday. Yeah. Which, awesome. huh, whose birthday is it? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yours I mean, or mine? Of all the problems, let me get, quote unquote, Yeah, let me get this have. straight. You want me to plan a motorcycle trip for your birthday? Hmm. What do you present really want? for me? What's the catch? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, we we had we had uh, a blast, and motorcycles over the last couple of years have brought us closer and wanting to do more things together. You know. Yeah, I'm it's, finding it's the same enjoyable. thing as we're starting to empty nest here. Uh, the yeah. wife's really into hiking. I'm really into hiking on a bike. You know, and, and I know you're into the off-road thing, but until you've done it, the, the on-road thing, you get to see a lot of things that you wouldn't see, like planning the off-road ones. You know, yeah. there's things like, especially out by you, there's a lot of cool things that you can get to you found them on your last trip like yeah that church there <laughs> yeah that was i mean that was pretty cool if you guys hadn't not turned around i mean if you had kept on going up that hill and not turned around you wouldn't have found that no that was kind of cool yeah it's, it's awesome i found jesus <laughs> found jesus he's still with us he's still with us every morning funny every morning 
I know, but the way the way you posted that, I found Jesus, and then you turn around, there's a big Jesus statue. (laughs) Well, it was funny because my wife had told me before we left that uh, my oldest daughter was uh, trying to be more spiritual, and basically, I don't know if she said exactly, but I took it as looking for Jesus. So when we found that, I said, "Babe, let's take a picture and tell tell Abbers that we we found Jesus for her." (laughs) Right. Worked out great. Yes. But yeah, I mean, on-road, off-road, it's just time together. It's good. Yeah, well, it's easier to plan an on-road because... Yeah, uh, I, I would with think GPS it can go and stuff. Uh, a little bit more to plan on-road, I would think. Yes. There's, there's a little bit of less variables. You, you still have weather that affects you on or off-road. Right. Um, and unless you're using Amanda's <clears throat> app, that on-x off-road... Yes. Um, planning an off-road is... Planning pretty... an off-road, I just let the BDR do it for me because they are the yeah. best at it. But on on X is awesome. I have that about every other month, depending on what the bank account says when they try and send it through. But <laughs> but it is a cool app. And, and that one I like because uh, you can see property lines. It's up to you, date, too. And you know kind of if you're... Uh, trespassing, I guess, trespassing or going towards somewhere. Because the worst thing is to go, I don't know, 20 miles down a dirt road to find out there's a locked gate because Joe Schmo owns it. And you have to go back 20 miles and around 40 miles to get to the other side. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, on dirt roads is a long time. Yeah. Because you're talking 25, maybe 30 miles an hour if it's a really good road. Yeah, if it's a really good road. Some of them, it's you know, 10 miles an hour. Right, because it's it's all washed out and stuff like that, or it's really narrow. And, of course, you got to be careful um, the corners and stuff on them roads. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times I've come around a road like that, and it's side just barely wide too. enough for, for two cars. But there's a car in the middle of the road. They're not on their side yep. because it's a dirt road. And they yeah, don't and think you, anybody else is out here. Exactly. And it, unfortunately, that happens to us all. When it you get out on lot. the dirt road, it's like this stupid innate thing. I mean, I yell at people about it, but I, you know, I'm guilty. Sometimes I'm like, unconsciously, you think I'm off the highway. I'm I'm alone, right? But that can be yeah. dangerous and deadly. So, yeah, watch be. those. But weather affects you on-road, off-road. I would think on-road, maybe, especially if you're using, like, Google, you'll be updated if, like, a road's closed. Hopefully you will, anyway. Yeah. And it'll reroute you, so that's good. Yeah, Google is, I mean, because people people help keep it up. So, like, when something happens like that. You know what they call that in the porn industry? A fluffer. People report that there are accidents and stuff like that. So yeah, and cops, which is great because that's why I like my TomTom uh, Tom 450 or 400 or whatever it is, the old version. My favorite thing about it's the on the 550 as well. My favorite speed thing traps. about it is it shows your speed limit, and then it turns like red or something. If you're if you're going above it, it tells you. My Google does the same thing. It's just great because a lot of the, like you're saying, if you take the highways or the, the byways or whatever, mm-hmm. the back roads uh, around here, we can go 20 miles on one of those and not see a speed limit sign. So you, 
you don't know. I mean, right. I always assume and, you know, go 25 or whatever I think it is, but it's just cool to have it right there. You look down and, okay, I'm not, I'm not breaking the law right now, Judas Priest. Okay. Yeah. Tom, Tom does that. The Google maps does as well on mine. You can have it show or have it not. I mean, it's, it's Mm. a setting, but yeah, the, the nice thing about uh, Google maps is, People, more people have Google Maps than TomTom. So if you're using Google Maps, people are stuck in traffic. They update that they're stuck in traffic and like the road turns red. So you know that it's going to be. Yeah. That's uh, when TomTom, yes, they have speed traps and stuff set on there if people report it. It's all dependent on whether people report. Right. But it is good. The nice thing I like about my TomTom is it's for motorcycles. It's called Mm. the TomTom Rider. Yeah. So um, when you ask it for a route, like if you just say, well, let's go wherever the thing takes us, you can tell it winding hilly and you can select like a one to five range. Like oh, so it's one being like a, a little windy and five being super windy. Butler maps. You can say no tolls, no ferries, you know, same sort of thing. Hey, everybody's a person. Don't be offending people. Hey. I don't care. I don't want any fairies on my motorcycle ride. <laughs> I don't even live the out there with Paco parent. Pete, and I don't have to take the ferry. <laughs> now that's good. Not and talking Jay about that talk kind you. of ferry. Jay might talk to you. <laughs> but uh, on that note, no. Another thing too, um, we didn't really mention, but Butler Maps makes uh, good, good maps for. They don't even have to be trips, I guess. It could just be like a uh, an evening ride with your wife or something. My wife bought me the coolest thing for my trip. I didn't even know existed, actually. Uh, she went to Cycle Gear to grab some oil for the BMW, and they have this uh, program. I can't remember right now what it's called. Anyway, it basically gives you a, a year subscription to Rever. Oh, yep. As a pro, and so... Um, I can see like the best roads and you can zoom in on the map and it will show you 20 miles from your house. There's a a really cool twisty road or, you know, and you can zoom around and they'll be, uh, it'll be marked. So if the wife gets home early one day or just feels like going on a ride and I don't know where to go, I can hurry and pull that up and take her on basically an epic ride. And then I take all the credit. Oh yeah. I knew this ride. (laughs) Yeah. Ride share. Yeah, yeah, Tom Tom does the same thing. They have uh, stuff. Uh, you can also um, have Facebook groups in your area. Uh, here in the Northeast, we have a Facebook group called New England Riders. Middlesex. And they refer to they refer huh Middlesex Riders. No, <laughs> New England Riders. Oh, and they refer to themselves as the Nerds. Ooh, so it's N E R with a small D. Yes. <laughs> New England Riders. Is that where Ben's from? Ben. Motocamp no. nerd. <laughs> nope. But um yeah, He's they having too much they fun. post they post rides all the time on the Facebook group as well. Like that's GPX cool. files and stuff that you can download. So that's pretty cool. It's really uh if you do a little research you can find tons of cool rides, different ones Absolutely. every week if you want. But yeah, I would just recommend that uh figure out a direction that you want to go in uh plan your route one way and then 
uh, we didn't want to come back the other the same way. We wanted to take the old highway, which was Route 20, um, and see what the highway used to be like back long, long time ago. It was kind of neat. It was amazing because we would, again, we would come up over the hill and Western New York was so open and you see so much. It was really, really cool. I had to really catch cool myself a couple times. Gas, and then it was like, got lost. Yeah. I remember yes. 20 told me. Yeah. Well, coming along and yes, there was a turn that was not marked by a sign and the GPS, it was like a Y in the road or something like that. And I was Chappie supposed to stay. It. I was supposed to stay right and I didn't. And, That's uh, all right. Sounded like you had a decent ride home anyway. Just might have yeah. took a little longer than the other route, probably. Well, no, I mean, it got me back on Route 20, but it's just, it kept telling me to take a right. And I'm like, why would I take a right? So you're hearing this in your Cena? Turn right, I turn stayed, right, turn right. I stayed on the on the road like I was supposed to. There was no sign that said Route 20 this way. So we went down a little ways and it kept saying turn right. So we ended up pulling over and looking and yeah. We should have turned, so we took the next right, and it took us a roundabout's way, and we saw some cool stuff. Love that. So wrong turns can be cool. That was like the only hiccup in the trip. It's pretty good. Other than That's that, that good. was that was a perfect trip, and it was memorable. And your so. boots weren't squishy on that trip, I don't think, right? Because nobody likes squishy boots. No, I had uh, we had purchased uh, an adventure suit, the Alpine Stars. Uh, it was because we were going in October. We wanted to make sure we had a, a waterproof and a insulated. So they had the zip in, zip out insulated liners. Yeah, I love that. I'm currently so, uh, using some Revit that does that as a insulated layer you can zip in and a waterproof, which I use quite often the waterproof as windproofing if it's just really cold wind. Oh, yeah. no, it Seems the, to work the, pretty good. The Alpine Stars is uh, their version of Gore-Tex. It was uh, Dry Star. Oh. So and it was stuff. worth it. I mean, I, I wear it earlier in the year. Um, it's white. So, I mean, you can wear it late. You know, it's got vents and stuff like that. It's just, it's, they're heavy jackets. When you put armor yeah. in jackets, they get heavy. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, when the military makes you do those runs and you have to wear the backpack to make the run even harder. Kind of like yeah. what putting one of those jackets on reminds me of. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how the the road trip went. I mean, you just plan a direction and do whatever you want. You plan out every turn or you can just plan out different towns and let your, let your GPS pick a route for you or drive in a direction. And then once you get sort of the way through, you just turn it on to get you to where you wanted to go. But, I think that's how I'll get to you. I'll just head in the direction east, and then at some point I'll turn on the GPS and say, take me to Chappie's. Fuck, I'm in Italy. Oh, son <laughs> of a bitch. How'd I get across that ocean? <laughs> you blinked. I must have slept through that. Yes. Good job, Mike. <laughs> I mean, after listening to Pete, apparently you can throw your bike on canoes that have motors and Oh, yeah. You can do all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, I've seen uh, pictures and little snippet videos of people doing that down in South America and whatnot. Yeah, that's a, that's good info. I want to remind everybody that they can use a 
discount code THROTTLED ADV to save money at Mototomic on some t-shirts, gas can hoodie, he's got dry bags, stickers, all kinds of different apparel. And it's stuff that you're be proud to wear. You're not going to like worry about some inappropriate stuff. Yeah. You when walk you walk in the room, it. everybody's going to be like. Yeah, you walk. You're not going to have to worry about walking into a room with kids and having the kid point at your shirt and say, Mommy, what does that word mean? Uh, yeah. Don't have that. Um, and then you can use that discount code also at Moto Camp Nerd. So as of right now, the only place that specializes in motorcycle camping and gear. It's all handpicked by Ben and Mary to be motorcycle friendly, small packing, good quality. That's awesome because, uh, unfortunately, I think it's time for a new Big Aggie. Big Agnes. Yeah. The 40 mile an hour winds did not, they weren't nice to my tent. Well, you've been rocking that tent for quite a while. So. Yeah, quite a while. It's, I mean, I lost count after 100, but it's yeah, between 100 and 200 nights thing. between me and my wife. I've been spending that, so it's it's no zipping joke. Zipping and unzipping at least twice, if not three or four times per night. Yes. One must pee. One must smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and definitely don't smoke in your tents. No. No, don't do that. Well, uh, not There's just many reasons. Not just because of smell, but the the smoke actually helps deteriorate the uh, the liner. Yeah, and it can attract tank. animals or detract them. I don't, I I don't want to test that theory. I don't. Yeah, know. Tim but, says yeah, any the, smell is a smell to an animal, and they will investigate. So hmm, the less smells, the better. That's why I try not to fart all night. <sighs> Once you're asleep, you got no control. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also uh booty che moto b moto booty che if you need some work done on your motorcycle if you want them to be... take care of your crankshaft they uh they are working on mine currently yes they can upgrade your motorcycle make performance modifications whether it be the suspension or the motor they can coat your frame and your parts and stuff like that, make it look like new again. Yes, even doesn't matter than new. if it's from the eighties. Yeah, we can They've have a brand some... new Chappy bike KX two fifty, looking like the yeah. showroom floor. You never know. Yeah, that buddy. was a little newer. I got an oldie. <laughs> well, I'm sure they like a challenge. <laughs> yes, give them a shout out. Let them know that you heard about it here. Uh, we should have them on the podcast soon. Yes. Hold your horses. Hold your horses, people. We're bringing on the B-Moto so you can be ready, be fast, and B-Moto. Yes. I love Don't that forget, That's pretty if cool. you're tired and you need to be fast, you can always drink some adventure fuel. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Highway 40 Roasting Company, the Throttled Adventures Blend. He's calling it Adventure Fuel. It is good. Uh-huh. I love that coffee. It is I'm excited. We are almost out, so I am meeting him next week, hopefully, to get some throttled adventures. Just tell him he needs to put them in bigger bags for you. <laughs> Give me a six-pound bag, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just come to no. the shop and just, you know, I'll bring a knapsack or whatever well, they call I, those. I, I will say sacks. that 
the the bags that the coffee comes in they're smaller but they also it'll keep it fresher longer that way it does i like if you get bags four smaller bags you know you open one and you use it over a week or two weeks time you didn't open all of it so when you open the next one because i had a little bit of uh, uh two wheels in a tent coffee kicking around and the wife and i used it I want to say I ordered that over a year ago and she hasn't been using it. And I was like, well, let's use this. And it had been sitting too long. It didn't taste quite as good. No, fresh, fresh is good. And that's what he prides himself on. Yeah. Well, coffee goes stale. Coffee goes stale. Yeah. But that two wheels in a tent coffee is when did we do the giveaway with the coffee? That was like a year year and a half ago. Yeah. That was our first giveaway. Yeah. So that's coffee was a year and a half old. You're brave. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. <laughs> but then we popped open the Throttled Adventures coffee and uh, tried some, and it was good. So it was like, yeah, that was the coffee was old. We kept it too long. I wouldn't even drink Folgers that was a year old. Nope. Well, you never know with that stuff. How well, it probably is. comes to you a year old. Actually, you never know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just once you open the package, you break the seal. Yeah, I mean, even though he's got little filters and stuff in there to keep it fresher, it's the same yeah, thing as a, a hard night of drinking. You know, once you break the seal, you got to pee all night. Ugh. can't stop. Yes. Alrighty. So, thank you all for listening. Yeah, love invading your ear holes. Been doing it yes. since a year and a half ago or something like that. Uh, October of 2020. Yeah, best year ever Yeah, so far. For you. Yeah, 2021. Can- 2020 was not good for me. No? No. I didn't get much riding in. Oh, that's right. As far as riding goes, I was, I, was, yeah, I was very busy. Which led to you getting another bike, though. That was cool. It did. It did. The last two years have not been as adventurous as I would have liked. So here's to more adventures in 21. Two. 22. 22. 22. Don't ever take me back to 2021, please. No. All right. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Bye bye. Show. I am not your father.